Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Now, I know that I've mentioned this before, but do, did you know that I dreamed you up? Seriously, I dreamed up this podcast years ago when I wrote it in my very first vision, and I dreamed you up too. So thank you. Thank you for showing up in my dream and coming to these conversations week after week. And if this is your first time here, I'd love to personally welcome you to the Vision Driven Mom community, where we believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Now, in case you didn't know, moms are moving. Yes, the Vision Driven Mom movement is underway, and we are a collective of like-minded moms moving our bodies and our lives forward moving our bodies forward with a vision walk, which is phase one of the movement, and moving our lives forward with a life vision, which is what you'll be guided through during the vision walk. It's a win-win. Now consider this your personal invitation to join the Vision Driven Mom movement. You can find us in the Vision Driven Moms Facebook group or go to visiondrivenmomwalk.com for the free vision walk audio guide. We cannot wait to welcome you with open arms. See you there. On that note, you are going to love our next guest. Sarah Waxman is a certified Enneagram coach, author, speaker, and creator of the Self-Aware Academy. She works with parents and teachers and helps guide them in supporting emotional intelligence and growth in children and adolescents. The way to positively positively affect a child is to work with the adult. Therefore, she is on a mission to guide adults on a self-awareness journey to, to discover who they truly are. Sarah coaches adults and help them shed their false self and become true, authentic selves, allowing them to rediscover the person they were born to be. Stepping into that person creates a lasting impact with a ripple effect. Now, imagine what life would be like if we all use the Enneagram as a guide in mom life. Enjoy. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Well, hey, Sarah, and welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. Yeah, great. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to be doing the work that you're doing in the world. Sure. Um, well, first of all, I am a parent and teacher support coach and I primarily work with the Enneagram and I'm obsessed with the Enneagram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but how I got here, I taught middle school for 10 years and I have an eight-year-old and a one-year-old. And when I first was introduced to the Enneagram, I, well, had never heard of it. I was first introduced to it. And I was like, what is this? This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like I've done skills uh, or strengths finder. I've done um, Myers-Briggs. I've done other kinds of assessments, but I had never heard of this one. And when I dove into it, I was pretty much immediately hooked on it. And um, at first, I only used the information for myself. At mm-hmm. first, I only wanted to 
learn how to become the best version of me. But that school year, you know, halfway through that school year, I started wondering, could I apply the Enneagram to these kids? Can I apply mm. the Enneagram to my own children? Can I do something to communicate with them better? Because in learning about the Enneagram, I realized not everyone thinks like me and the things that are right. important to me may not be important to the kids in my classroom or, um, you know, they may not be important to my children. So is this something that you can use with kids? Mm -hmm. And so I started to Google things like how to use the Enneagram in the classroom and how to use the Enneagram of parenting. And there wasn't a whole lot of oh, interesting content around mm -hmm. the classroom space. There was a lot or, you know, not a lot, but there was content around parenting in the Enneagram, but there wasn't really anything around teaching in the Enneagram. And in my research too, I found out you could be an Enneagram coach. And so that was news to me. I had no idea that people did this for a living. Right. And so that's when I decided that's what I really want to do. As much as I enjoyed being in the classroom, I knew that there was something different that I was supposed to be doing. Right. Um, and so I just kind of like fate stumbled upon this thing and, and stepped into that space that didn't really exist when I was searching for it. So I want to create, to fill that gap in that, in the teaching and parenting space with the Enneagram. I really, really love that. And I, so, and I know that you have already contemplated this question, but, you know, imagine if teachers were using this to teach their kids. Cause I, we, um, my, in my family, we are, we, we are, we're neurodivergent in my family. And, and I know, and I've known since I was, you know, I would come from a, a teaching background too, but that, um, that there are all kinds of minds, right? We all learn differently. We all have things that are, that are important to us that are motivating. So I absolutely love that you're doing this. And so speaking of, can you tell us a little bit about your book, the name of your book and, and, um, and who it's for and how, how to use it? Sure. Absolutely. It's called the student Enneagram and the primary audience is educators, teachers, principals, mm -hmm. counselors, um, anyone who works with kids in the classroom setting K right. through 12. Secondary audience is parents, um, you know, because we have homeschool parents and then you also, you know, you parent your kids in the mornings right. and in the evenings and on the weekends in the summer. They're yeah. they're there with you. They're your kids. Right. So, of course, that's the secondary audience. But really, it is coming from that place of everyone learns differently. You know, yeah. we, we take the time to see whether our kids learn um are they auditory learners? Are they visual learners? Do they learn with their hands? Like what kind of learner are they? But there's nothing really out there to kind of tap into the personality differences. And we know right. that, you know, there are some teachers who have a really hard time with a certain student, but yet that certain student may be great for someone else. Yeah. And, you know, you brush it off as well. It's just a different a difference in personalities, which it is. Yeah. But when you are able to learn how the Enneagram works as a whole and understand how each type functions and how each type thinks, then you can start to change the way that you interact and communicate with kids based on mm. that information. And I'm very clear in my book on not typing children 
because right. the only person you can truly type is yourself because yeah. it's all about our inner core motivations. And, you know, we can't, as much as we know the Enneagram or learn the Enneagram, we can't tell someone else what their core motivations are. Right. But right. what we can do is learn the patterns and learn the tendencies and learn the more stereotypical behaviors of each type mm -hmm. and see if changing the way we respond to the kids helps to grow that relationship. Right. I um, love that. Yeah. Ultimately, as adults, we are the ones who need to change. We yeah. are the ones who need to meet the kids where they are. Yep. And knowing the Enneagram just gives another level to being able to build a deeper relationship in a way that works for the child. Yeah, I absolutely love that on so many levels. And um, so I guess, can you tell us about what is the Enneagram? And I've, you know, and I, truth be told, I don't know my type. I have read books, I've read online, trying to type myself, and we can get into that in a, in a little bit. But, um, and I'm, and I, it's, I, I'm having a hard time, but, and I'm trying to understand what exactly it is too. I know it's a, a um, it's about personality because, but can you go deeper into what is the Enneagram? Sure, absolutely. One of my favorite questions. Great. <laughs> the Enneagram is a self-discovery tool. It is my personal favorite self-discovery tool, um, in my opinion, and it tracks it's, it's fluid. So it follows you throughout your entire life. Your type does not change. Um, and so what I mean by that is we have our dominant types and then each type is connected to two additional types. Mm -hmm. One of those paths is your stress if that. So it shows you where you go in stress. And the other path is your growth path. And so it shows you where you go in growth. So throughout your life, your core motivations don't change. Okay. But your type may demonstrate or look like another type, depending on if you're living in stress or if you're following that growth path. And that's ultimately oh, our goal right. is to grow into that growth path. And by doing that, we are demonstrating the best qualities and characteristics of our main type and then also tapping into the best and healthiest character the best qualities and healthiest characteristics of that growth path and so that's why it's just in my opinion the best is self-discovery tool because it doesn't only show you where you currently are mm -hmm. it shows you that person that you can become mm. it shows you that best version of yourself and it gives you the directions to get there right it tells you how you need to be as your best self just follow that growth path i love that i love that i love that too that it um that it shows you what it looks like when you're in your what did you call it the stress the stress path stress. right because they're different. You know, what we know that we're and you call it that you talk about the, the stress stress path and the growth path they're different and i love that you mentioned too and this is probably why it's really difficult to type yourself um because you know i've been like i said i um uh, when we spoke earlier i have a book and then i've been trying to type myself and i'm like between four different types and it's probably because okay so where am i am i in my stress am i in my growth 
So, um, so Sarah, why would you want to know what your type is? What, why is it so important to know what your type is? So we all were born as perfect, innocent little babies. And we were born into a world to be extraordinary and to be an incredible person in life. We have nature, we have nurture, we have life experiences. And in learning how to deal with all of these things, we develop defense mechanisms, mm. protective uh, barriers. Um, we build walls, we build um, coping strategies. We learn coping strategies to deal with just everything that life throws at us. Right. So somewhere along the line of growing up, we develop this false self mm -hmm. and that is all of these layers that have built up that are covering and hiding that true self that is inside of us that person that we were born to be right. and so in order to truly step into that person and become your true and authentic self that little baby that you were born as that you you, you know that untouched with no mess thrown at you yet right that true and authentic self the enneagram shows us how to get there it mm. shows us how to shed all of those false layers deal with the triggers of life learn how to not depend so much on your defense mechanism because you understand where it's coming from and why you do it right um you know so it just takes you back it, it, you know, not to obviously a childlike state, right. but it takes you back to that person that you were born to be. And it opens up the door so you can truly step into yourself and be that extraordinary person that you were intended to be before oh. we built all of these layers to protect ourselves. I absolutely love that. And I mean, so that right there is why anybody would want to find out what their what their type is into and, and to really live into that and you know it sounds like you're talking about it's self-awareness self-awareness it's self-awareness self yeah yeah the self-awareness is huge and when we know ourselves then we are better able to for one thing we're happier because we're not going against ourselves yes we are <laughs> yeah yeah and we're not trying to we're not trying to live the way other people live or the way we're supposed to live right we yeah. live into ourselves yep and you know in learning the enneagram learning your type specifically even if you don't even if the other person that you're with friend family member co-worker whomever even if they don't know the Enneagram, you can still apply it. Mm -hmm. Now, what it does is we all get triggered. We all take things personally. We all misunderstand the intentions or the words that someone else may use. Right. And when we understand the Enneagram, it helps us to depersonalize all of those behaviors that others demonstrate because we mm. now have the emotional capacity to understand where they're coming from, to understand the lens in which they view the world through. And right. when we can take a step back and realize, oh, they weren't saying that 
to be mean to me, right? then our reaction or our response changes because we're not defensive. We're not answering back in a um, tense way. Yeah. And so when we change our behaviors, when we change the way we respond, that's automatically going to change the way someone else responds to us because right. we have the power to not be the victim. Mm-hmm. And when we don't take things personally and when we understand what's going on around us from that more of a third person view, then it changes things. Yeah. And the other person doesn't even need to know what you're doing. Right, exactly. I love that because when in a, at a, um, I talk a lot about in my work when we try to when we try to make people be the way that we want them to be, or when we try to make them, you know, we try to change them or we're, you know, it's you, it's you, it's you. When we are able to take that energy and put it back into us, into ourselves and our self-awareness and what we need and, and, and change our vibe, right. Then things around us change. And I love what you said too, about that, just that understanding. So we're not, we're not typing other people, but we are understanding the characteristics of uh, of the other the other types, right? When we understand right. this is my type, this is this is who I am, and oh, by the way, not everybody. I love what you said in the beginning. Not everybody thinks like me. Not no. everybody acts like me. Not everybody. It's shocking. Is I know. Motivated. I know. I'm motivated, right? I know, isn't it? It's like oh. You know, <laughs> but that understanding that and we, we don't have to know what all the other types are and who's who's what and who's who. But knowing that, oh, these are characteristics of, oh, you know, I might know somebody who has those characteristics. Mm-hmm. These are mine. I really love that that understanding that we don't have to. It's not that we have to know everybody's um, everybody's type. But just the understanding that everybody has their own type and everybody has their own. And I love how you what you talked about in the beginning is this, the the uh, the stress and the um, and the growth, you know, understanding that that um, that we're all individuals and mm-hmm. that we can take a step back and oh, and 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 just be aware of how am I being? I'm I being am I in my stress? I love that, too. I just yeah. have, you haven't said that yet, but that realization that, oh, I'm in the stress. What, what did you call it again? The stress, the um, stress path, the stress, path. The stress yeah. path. Oh, I'm in the stress path. That's and when you realize that you can get out of it faster because you know what to do. Right. Right. And you know yourself, right? Oh, that's just the stress path. Okay. I can get myself right it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you find your type? Right. And how many types are there? There are nine types. Nine there types. are nine types. Okay. Um, and you can find it multiple ways. Now, a lot of people, I get this question a lot. What's the best website to go take a free online assessment? Right. My response is I don't really recommend going and taking a free Enneagram assessment. Um, I have heard about one and I believe it's called the integrative nine. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's a $60 assessment. Mm-hmm. Now that one I think is more reliable than the free ones. I would hope so. I right. haven't taken that assessment, but I have heard of that one. So if you're looking for just something online, maybe try that. However, I never recommend taking your online results and running with them and yeah, saying, this that. is what I am. The reason being the Enneagram is about your core motivations. It's yeah. about the reasons behind your behaviors. 
So a one size fits all survey or questionnaire that just asks a basic question isn't going to get down to why you did that thing. Right. So for example, say you like to keep a clean house. Okay. Do you like to keep a clean house because you need things to be orderly? You need things to be neat. You need things to be put in their place. Do you like to keep a clean house because what if someone unexpectedly shows up at the door and you don't want to look like you don't have your life together? Mm. Um, do you want to keep a clean house because when you do have company over, you want them to feel welcome and at home and comfortable. So, you know, that's just one behavior, keeping a clean house right. and three different reasons. So now right, go in, right. there's nine different reasons because there's nine different motivations. Right. And okay. so, you know, online assessments are a good starting point, but definitely don't rely on those results to be accurate because online assessments really aren't the most accurate way to type yourself. Personally, I've mm -hmm. never been typed correctly from an online assessment. Mm, interesting. I, uh, I have been typed as my wing and as my growth, but I've never been typed as my core type. Right. Um, okay. So other things that I recommend are sure. Start with a test. Use that mm -hmm. as a starting point. Listen to podcasts, Google, YouTube, read books, and just research all of the types mm -hmm. and really figure out what feels like you. If you feel like multiple types describe you, then try one on for a week. See oh, that's a great how idea. it feels. Okay. Look at the characteristics and the qualities and you know the, the behaviors and those motivations and see as you're going about your day, okay, am I doing this behavior because of this motivation? And if your answer is no, then we can eliminate that one from the list. Mm, right. Okay. That's going to take time. Yeah. You know, trying things on, reading books, listening to podcasts, really diving in and researching everything. That's going to take time, which you can take as much time as you want. You can do it yourself and you can take days, you can take weeks, you can take months, you can take years. That's up to you. Right. The best way to get typed, in my opinion, um, is to find a certified Enneagram coach mm -hmm. and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them and figure out your Enneagram type from there. And that takes about an hour to 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it really is, you know, a timing thing. Are you ready to get started on your self-discovery journey and become that person that you're born to be sooner? Or do you want to take time getting there? Right. So, all about right. how do you want to spend your time because you can do it in an hour and feel confident or you can research and read and do it yourself and still feel confident right. it just depends on how you want to do that yeah yeah exactly and like i said i um i have i have read i have um i've listened to podcasts i have but not not intently like more it was it's kind of more um um more a little more leisurely but and mm -hmm. i i've had a difficult time with like oh but i could be any one of these four <laughs> like, oh, no, <laughs> but i can't and you said you, you're only one you're only you're one. only one mm -hmm. and i love but so thinking of those four uh -huh. you know and you can ask yourself this what's really driving me looking at those four different motivations and those four different fears what do you feel like is the most important to you. I love that question. What is really driving me? 
I think that's that's because like you like you said with the um with the uh the clean house example right they're they're different they're, they're all different motivations right mm -hmm. and, and when i um yeah it's um it's it's very interesting it's very it's a and i'm fascinated by it um and, and a little confused as well so thank you for <laughs> thank you for clarifying um what the enneagram is and um and uh you know why you would want to use it now can you go a little bit deeper you mentioned your book and we talked about um how uh that that your self-awareness can help in relationships can you go a little bit deeper into that and and how you might use that in your own life and with your own family sure so I like to reference the Enneagram as my secret weapon. Oh, love it. Um, because again, you can use it and no one else needs to know right. what you're doing. Um, now, like we said, we don't type others. We yeah. don't tell others what we think they are. Um, one reason, well, one reason, the main reason for that is learning your Enneagram type is a personal journey. It's an intimate journey with yourself. Right. And for someone to say, oh, you know, I think that you're a seven is going to influence your thought before you even get started. Mm -hmm. And they might be right, right, but they're taking away that opportunity for you to have that intimate journey with yourself. Right. So right. we can think, and this is why I said it's a secret weapon. We can think what other people are and mm -hmm. we can react and respond and do the things by learning you know, information about that other type that we think someone else is. Right. And we can use that information to help us in relationships, but we don't have to say anything about it. And right. so, for example, with my family, you know, my oldest is eight and I, you know, I don't know for sure what he is because he's only eight. Right. He's not old enough to even know himself yet. Yeah. But from the behaviors and from the patterns that he is demonstrating, I have an idea of what he may be. Mm -hmm. And I do not ever talk about it publicly because I don't want him to hear me say what I think he is right. and then take that away from him. So or it's kind of like a label too, isn't it? It's a you're yeah. this, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Yes. And you know, it, it can give kids an excuse for why they behave maybe in those mm. negative things. Oh, well, I'm I'm right. seven. So that's just how I am. And that's, that's what just I do. me. And that's and always we don't me that want way. to put right kids into a box. We don't want to yeah. label them and we don't want to take away their journey when they get older. Mm -hmm. But in knowing what I think my child is, I watch maybe the word choices that I use that mm -hmm. for me would be fine, but maybe for him, wouldn't it make him feel good? Right. Um, I watch, you know, our interactions, how he does his chores, how he does his homework and how I can maybe motivate him to do the things that I need him to do instead mm -hmm. of, you know, cause he doesn't necessarily want to do chores and he doesn't right. necessarily want to do his homework. But if I can communicate with him in a way that fits his personality, mm, right. He's more likely to be interested in it. Yeah. And knowing that some things that are important to me and not big things, not like values or morals or anything like that, but like little things that maybe aren't as a big deal to him, but they are to me because our types are different. Yep. Learning to choose where to, where to engage with that. Is there, you know, is it something that I can let go because 
it's not really a big deal and it's just going to cause the fight because he's not necessarily interested in doing it. Right. Um, you know, is it something I can let go and make things smoother this afternoon or is it something I really have to, you know, enforce? Right. And right. so knowing just with him, you know, I'm going to use another example. I, um, because I don't want to talk about his type. So right. if you have a child who maybe demonstrates five tendencies, so the type five, um, they like to, they like to have time alone. Like they really need alone time to recharge, to refresh, to just get their energy back. Um, and so if you have a type five child and they get off the bus and they're tired from the day. I mean, typically kids are tired regardless of their type, but fives wake up with a lower battery life than mm -hmm. other children do, um, mm. than other adults do. Fives right. just have a lower charge. So if you have a type five child and they're getting off the bus and you want them to come in, have a snack, get their homework done. So then the rest of the evening is theirs, but all they want to do is just go up to the room for 30 minutes and chill and, you know, be by themselves. And you don't understand that that's just something they have to do. Mm, right. To, you think like, like they're lazy they we can, and you're right. like, no, I need you to do your homework now. And they're like, no, I'm going to my room now. Like, right. you know, it can seem defiant. It can seem like, like you said, lazy. It can seem like they just don't want to, but right. really, if you understand, you know, this child is demonstrating type five tendencies, they need time to recharge. Then if you gave them that 30 minutes to an hour, right when they get home from school, let them go be by themselves, recharge for the day, mm -hmm. they're kind of come down. They might even do their homework upstairs by themselves, like, you know, right, right. Um, and they're going to come down and just be in a much better and much more engaging mood because they've had time to recharge. It's not that they're mad. It's not that they're right. upset. It's not that they're lazy it's not that they're defiant they just need time alone right <laughs> just right. need time alone and so learn you know that's a simple example but learning just learning about the whole enneagram just will give you more insight into the people in your life and change the way you in interact with them right right i Make can it more totally peaceful. see that yeah I um Sarah I I really well now I I really feel like I need to know <laughs> I need to know what my type is but this has been an amazing conversation and I think that we might have to have to have you back on to talk about the types would you be into okay. that I would love to yeah because we'll I have to split it up I can't do all types and all nine and in <laughs> one shot okay Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I was going to say, oh yeah, well, why don't we just talk a little and I'm like, no, I think there's much more. I think there's much the more than we, than we have time for here, but um, yes, let's definitely do that. And we'll go into the types and um, into the characteristics. And I'm really, I'm really excited about sharing that with, uh, with our listeners. Yeah. I would love to. Sarah, can you tell us about a time in motherhood when you either achieved something or you um, overcame something that initially felt impossible? Sure. <laughs> um, so let's take it back to pre-COVID world. Mm -hmm. um, and this was around the time when I started researching with the Enneagram, how to use it in the classroom and, and realized there wasn't really anything there. Learned about Enneagram coaching and 
in that time period, I was like, there's no, there's really no content on Enneagram in the classroom, on using it in the classroom. There's, you know, some blog posts and some information that you can piecemeal together, but there's not a one resource, go-to resource for the Enneagram in education. And I was like, why don't I create what I'm looking for, right? Why don't I take the steps, get certified, learn about all of the things, do the research and write this book myself. And so that's what I did. <laughs> and then the world started to shut down and oh, my kids, yes. I had one at the time because my youngest is, is one. So I only had one child at home at the time, but he was in first grade and he's in um, a Spanish immersion program. Mm-hmm. So we're doing homeschooling in a different language. <laughs> so right. Nice. That was That was fun. And I was a teacher at the time too. So I was teaching my classes. I was homeschooling my oldest. My husband was working from home and I was trying to research and put this book together. And that's when I started. I mean, it took like a year and a half to finish, but I would say, you know, aside from my children, my book is my biggest achievement. Mm. And I did that during COVID with my child at home pregnant because my uh, youngest was born in July of 2020. Right. And then we had, you know, virtual school the next year. So it was just a lot of homeschooling, working from home, having a baby, getting the things done because why wouldn't you write a book too? (laughs) Yep. Because it had to be born. It had to be born. It did. It did. And I mean, I, saw the gap and if the resource isn't there make it create it right and that's what i wanted to do and i can't wait for the book to launch it's not published yet it will be soon um it should be coming out early 2022 okay um so yeah we're in the last final stages of publishing and uh yeah so super excited to Get that out to, to officially be out, right? Like the birthday. Yes, officially be out. <laughs> I love that story. And I I love too that any one of those things, any one of those things that you talked about that you were um that you were dealing with, even just being pregnant or just being a teacher. Are you kidding me? Being doing online, I can't even. I just the teachers, my heart goes <laughs> to the teachers over they the past year and a half. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I um, I'm not teaching anymore. I'm doing this full time now. Right. And I just can't imagine what the schools are like right now. It's so yeah. wild. Yeah. Heart goes out. But any one of those um, any one of those things would have been enough. But and that's an example of possibility. Right. You, oh, yeah. t- you talked about h- how it had to come and like you, it was coming and you couldn't, it's kind of one of the things, those things like when you're, when you're in labor and you can't, you know, they're like, <laughs> stop like it. wait, yeah, you can't stop the contractions, right? Here it comes. It's coming. It's got to come in chaos in the, you know, in the cab <laughs> or in the Uber, whatever it's got to come. Yep. So I love that story. It's a, it's a beautiful story. Thank so, you. Yeah. And I mean, you can do anything if you prioritize it, set your mind to it. 
that's exactly it. That's, you know, anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. That's, that's, uh, that's what we say here at Vision Driven Mom. Now, Sarah, yes. can you tell us about how um, our listeners can find you? Sure. I am most active on Instagram. And okay. so my Instagram handle is the Sarah Waxman. I also have a Facebook group for um, parents and educators. It's um, called the Enneagram and Education, a place for parents and teachers. Mm -hmm. um, I can put that link. I can give you that link. Yeah, definitely. Um, put in the show notes. But yeah, absolutely. Instagram is pretty much where I hang out. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So definitely go and check out Sarah. Um, and uh, on Instagram and in the Facebook group too. That sounds really amazing. Um, yeah, and it's a community for parents and teachers. Ask questions. Talk, let's talk about your kids in a safe place where, right. you know, you can get advice, you can get suggestions for what to do and you can, everyone can remain nameless. It can be anonymous. Yeah. Um, just it's a community. Yeah. Come Beautiful. ask your questions and share your stories and get some feedback. Beautiful. And I love that it's, um, it's, uh, with like-minded people, you know, yes. the, the, they're all people that are interested in, in, in the Enneagram and in the work that you're doing. Well, Sarah, this has been amazing. I look forward to, um, to having you on again to talk about the types. And I know that that is going to be a, uh, a conversation for another day. So thank yes. you for coming. Thank you for sharing your brilliance with you, with us and, um, and looking forward to, um, to seeing your book when it comes out. Super. Thank exciting. you so much. And thank you for having me looking forward to being back and yeah, this has been great. 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 Well, absolutely. Thanks again. And, uh, remember that anything is possible even in the midst of motherhood. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat, no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.